what I long for. Holiness is what I need. Holiness, holiness is what you want for me.
God bless you, people of God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank God for another opportunity to come before you. And thus said the Lord by the way of the Holy Spirit. I give God all praise, all glory, and all of the honor because I know that he is God and that he is God alone. And with him all things are possible. Amen. And through him we can do all things. So I give him all the praise and all the glory today. I thank God that um, the Holy Spirit has empowered me one more time to stand before you with the word that God has expressly put in my heart as I have pondered and, you know, just going through looking at what's going on in the world, looking at the condition of our world and just seeing some of the things that are happening. And I just thought to God, I said, Lord, how do we how do we begin to make a difference And one thing that the Lord uh, showed me is that you begin to give people knowledge, give them the word of God, tell them what my word is saying, tell them what I am saying in my word, Uh, because without um, knowledge, God's people are perishing and I see it all around us. But I thank God today for holiness and righteousness. That's what God longs for from us. He declares in his word that, uh, you know, Without righteousness and without holiness, uh, no man will see him. And so we've got to get the word out, people of God, on what the Lord is declaring to the people and wanting for his people to know so that they will have the knowledge so that they will not perish in their sins or perish in ways that they're thinking that they're okay when they're not. Let us pray. Father, we bless you and we thank you today and we give you all praise and all glory all of the honor because it's all due unto your name. I thank you right now, Lord God, for being able, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to speak a word, a timely word in season, a word that we need to hear, a word that you desire for us, your people, to hear, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that the generation, that untoward generation, the lost generation, those that are coming up, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to be the next leaders of the world, that God, someone will hear this word, that someone will share this word, and that our young people will come into holiness and righteousness, Father God, living their lives and demonstrating in their lives, Father God, the Christian-like faith, the Christian walk that they should be demonstrating, Father God. And not only in their lives, Father God, in everything that they do and everything that they say, Father God, let them be a light to this dying world. And Father God, let us be a light to them that they would have an example to follow, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. You said, Father God, in your word, according to Ephesians, you said, parents, you said, fathers and mothers, bring up your children in the admonition of the Lord. You said, train them up in the way that they should go, that they will not depart. So, Father, I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that your will be done in the family. Your will be done in the hearts and minds of your people. Your will be done, Father God, in this generation, that your will be done in our society, Lord God, that people will come back to moral standards, Father God, the moral standards that you, Father God, declared should be not the standards of the world, not the standards made by man, but the standards that have been made by you, the Holy Spirit. And God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for every opportunity. 
that you give us to speak your word. And I pray that your word will come forth in clarity today, God, and that men and women that hear it, Father God, their hearts will be pricked that someone, Father God, in the name of Jesus will be uh, uh, not condemned, Father God, in the name of Jesus, but Father God, that they will have a an unction in their heart to say, I need to make a change to say, I didn't know, but now I know. And Father God, I just pray right now, Father God, for conviction of souls everywhere, Father God, that men and women, Father God, will rise up and de- and de- and desire, Lord God, to live holy, desire to be saved, desire to follow after your pattern, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, I thank you and I praise you and I give all glory and honor to you in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, God, as we say, amen. Amen. I just want to, first of all, thank WKBY uh, for their uh, thoughtfulness, amen, during the time of my bereavement, amen, the beautiful flowers that were sent on um, behalf of the station. I thank God for you. They were beautiful and just want to give thanks. I also want to thank them for their hard work in getting out the broadcast, not only this broadcast, but other broadcasts that have come to them um, by the way of um, the Holy Spirit and the Word of God to send forth into the land so that people will hear what thus said the Lord. I thank God for you all. Thank God for your diligent hard work and your commitment to um, get the Word out for the kingdom of God's sake in Jesus' name. This is Apostle Faye Hartfield with To Repair the Breach, Healing and Deliverance Ministries. Amen. I tell you, um, I've just been pondering and and really praying a lot in my closet. Amen. God, show me what to do. Tell me what to say, how to say it, Lord God, so that your people, Father God, in the name of Jesus, will not continue to walk in darkness or to walk around, Father God, um, in this world, Father God, not knowing what the outcome is going to be if they continue in ways that are unrighteous, ungodly, unholy. And so, God, I thank you for this word, and I thank you that someone that will hear the word, their hearts will be be pricked, oh God, and conviction will come. Because, God, how we need to come back to the moral restraints that you require for us and how we should live, Father God, according to your will and according to your way. We're going to first start out um, today in the word in in um, the book of Corinthians, starting out in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And we're going to start at um, verse 9. And the word of God says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And what he's saying is, don't you know or do you not have knowledge of this, that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? So if the unrighteous cannot inherit the kingdom of God, wouldn't it be good to say people that the righteous (laughs) are going to have their place in the kingdom. Amen. It also says, be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, 
nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you are washed, but you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Meat for the belly, belly for the meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God has raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his own power. Know ye not that your bodies are members of Christ. Shall I take then the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two said he shall be one flesh, but he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God? And you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. People of God, that word alone, it says so much to us. Amen. Because the world is justifying every type of actions according to the rudiments of this world and the society that we're living in. Everything is okay. Everything is right. Oh, well, God loves you uh, because my grace is sufficient. Amen. People are taking the grace of God, frustrating the grace of God, living any kind of way as though God's power through grace was not good enough for us. Amen. Someone put on line on their page. God's grace is the power that he gave us to overcome sin, not to keep on sinning. And people of God, that speaks a whole lot. There is power in grace. There's power in the in the grace of God, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and as our Savior. But God's grace is being turned into lasciviousness because people are wanting to do whatever they want to do. Amen. And call it freedom in the Lord. Amen. But according to the Bible, the Bible say where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Amen. And I can tell you that the spirit of the Lord is not dwelling in unclean temples. Amen. And the spirit of the Lord does not liberate us to go and do 
what we want to do, to live how we want to live and act the way we want to act. Amen. People of God, the scripture is very clear when it tells us that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And he told us in the word, be not deceived. Don't be deceived. Amen. Do not be deceived, people of God, by the world telling you that you can do whatever you want to. Your body is your body. You can do whatever you want to. You can make decisions for yourself. That is not what the word of God says. Amen. He says, be not deceived. He says, neither are fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminists, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. We all know what that means. Amen. Homosexuality, lesbianism. Amen. Those of you that have put so much stock into yourself or into other things rather than giving God the glory. People don't realize that there are so many people that have made their bodies uh, idols because you feel that you can go and do whatever you want to it. You've tattooed it up. You've got all sorts of uh, markings and and piercings, amen, in your body because you feel like now I can go and show off this body and I can go do whatever I want to do because it's my body. No, people of God, no, that is not what God gave us these bodies for. That is not why the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit is dwelling inside of these bodies so that we can live holy, holy unto God and righteous unto God. And and so therefore we cannot do the things that we want to do and act the way that we want to act because we are liberated by the Holy Spirit. We've given we have been given a choice. Yes, a choice to serve God or to not serve him. A choice to love him or not love him. Amen. And this is very uh com- not confusing but complex. When people say, I'm a child of God, I love the Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord over my life, but yet you're doing everything that you want to do rather than what he says do. In the scripture, I believe it is in Luke 6 and 46. It said, why call me Lord and do not that which I say? Woo, glory to God. Why call him Lord if you're going to go and do what you want to say? In the scripture, it talks about uh, cuttings on your body, tattooing up your body. In the scripture, it talks about uh, dressing modestly, modestly, amen, and not uh, dressing to entice the opposite sex, amen, not dressing in a way that is going to cause lust to rise up in the opposite sex. You know, because I can now not just say that it's women that are dressing immodest, so are men now. But God, his word is still the same. He's letting us know that we as his people, we as his people, we cannot just do whatever we want to do. Now, this scripture was written to them in Corinth, where at the Corinthian church, amen, they were deceived into believing that even if they broke fellowship with Christ, uh, disowned him and lived in immorality and injustice, that their salvation and inheritance in the kingdom was still secure. The scripture clearly lets you know that it is not. 
it is not secure people of God. You know, the apostle Paul, he declares that the spiritual death is the inevitable consequence of habitual sinning. Amen. And I know people always say we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But I like for you to understand what the word sinned means. Past tense. We have all sinned in the past, but we are not all continuing to sin. Amen. Hallelujah. So that we can say that God's grace abounds. Amen. No, no people of God. Habitual sinning is going to cause you not to enter into the kingdom of God if you don't repent. We've got to repent. And when you repent, that means you turn from the sin and you turn back to God. You turn from whatever ways that are not pleasing to God and turn to ways and begin to do and live in ways that are pleasing, pleasing to God. So therefore, people, no one can live for immoral gratification and still inherit the kingdom of God. It is clear in the scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. And and the apostle Paul, when he gave this declaration in Corinth to the church in Corinth, not only did he give it to the church in Corinth, but also in Galatia, in Ephesians. Amen. And even when we go all the way into Revelations where the apostle John spoke to the people, and I'm going to uh, uh, read those scriptures as well so that we can understand that you know what God wants this to be very clear to his people concerning the moral standards than which we have to live by and in Romans 12 and 1 I, I, I want to say this is that I beseech ye the brethren by the mercies of God that we present our bodies as a living sacrifice holy people of God holy and acceptable for that is your reasonable service. Amen. And then he tells us, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. We've got to be transformed that we might do the perfect will of God. So, you know, in completing God's will and doing what God wants us to do, we need to know what the word of God is saying. That's the only way that our minds are going to be renewed. Therefore, in Galatia, when he talked to the, uh, the Galatians, he said the same thing. In, in Galatia, Galatians 5, I'm going to start at verse 16. He said, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you, not, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to another so that you cannot do the things that you would. Lord God Almighty. But if you be led of the spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery that that word to go again, fornications, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, 
emulations, wrath, strife, and seditions, heresies, amen, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of these which I tell you before, as I have told you in the time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Lord Almighty. So therefore, if we want to live according to the Spirit, we have got to do what the Word of God is saying. Amen. We've got to renew our minds. We've got to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Amen. When it says the Spirit is warring against the flesh, the spiritual conflict that we as believers have as a whole person or as a human person, amen. The struggle is whether we will surrender to the sinful nature and its inclinations and again submit to sin's control or whether we will yield to the Spirit's demand and continue to live under Christ's dominion. Amen. We have a choice. We have a choice. But I want you to know, people, the battlefield is within the Christians themselves. Amen. The conflict must continue and will continue throughout our earthly lives. But we, people of God, have got to make that decision that I'm going to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Amen. That I'm not going to uh, allow my flesh to have control over my spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, the apostle Paul, he maintains that it is impossible to inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you do such things. Amen. He teaches that it is possible to shut ourselves out of the kingdom if we continue to engage in evil practices and people of God is no more. I, I don't know how much more clearer it can be that we listen to what the word of God is saying. Amen. Hallelujah. In Ephesians, this is uh, very profound in the book of Ephesians. I am going to start reading at Ephesians chapter 4, and I'm going to also go into chapter 5, where it says in the 17th verse, the old life versus the new. Amen. It said, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk, not as Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. And this is what's wrong right now. So many people are walking in the vanity of their mind, walking in vain, doing vain things that have no glory and bring no glory to God. Woo, people of God, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. And in 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 the book of uh, Corinthians, I believe it's... Um, chapter 4 where it says that the God of this world 
has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Is because people do not want to believe what the word of God is saying. And they're listening to all the false teaching, false preaching, and false living by some of the people that say that they're Christians, that they can simultaneously live in a way that is not pleasing to God and still inherit the kingdom of God. And this is what's causing so many people to stumble, so many people to fall. Having the understanding darkened and being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. Amen. Who being past feelings have given themselves over unto lasciviousness, people of God, to work all uncleanness with greediness. Lasciviousness is acts that are so morally depraved. Amen. Doing whatever you want to do, thinking that it's okay. Amen. Just like in the book of Romans, where he told them in chapter one, it says, because they would not retain God in their knowledge, God turned them over to do these things that were unseemingly. Amen. Their minds are reprobate because they think what they're doing is okay. They think that it's right when it's altogether wrong. Amen. People of God, that's because your mind is depraved. Amen. Because of the lasciviousness, because of the work of uncleanliness with greediness. People are so full of uh, uh, idolatry and greed in these days, and they will do anything. They will uh, uh, come up with anything to make themselves some little G.O.D.s. Amen. Hallelujah. But you have not so learned Christ. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversations, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Lord God Almighty. Ooh. That you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, that old man, that old man, when we come to Christ and we are born again, we should become new creatures in Christ. And that old man, we should put off all of the conversations, the old actions, everything which was a corrupt, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. You know, we have lust and lusting after things which will cause us people of God to be in darkness because we have been deceived by the devil. And that's his job. Amen. Verse 23, it says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's why I gave it again. Romans 12 and 1. I beseech you there, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. Do not be not Conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The scripture tells you, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness, people of God, and true holiness. Amen. The songwriter in the beginning of the broadcast, he said, holiness and holiness is what God longs for. 
righteousness is righteousness is what he wants from us. Amen. So therefore, people of God, we've got to put away lying. We've got to speak every man the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. The scripture says, be angry and sin not, and let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil, Lord God Almighty. And this is what's happening. We're just giving the devil all sorts of room and place and whatever he wants to do. We allow him to do it. Whatever he tell us to do, we do it. I was talking to a gentleman this week and we were just discussing some of the things that, that I'm talking about today. And, you know, we were saying, did you ask Jesus, could you put those tattoos on your body? Young women, young ladies, old ladies, older women. Did you ask Jesus, could you put that belly ring on your belly, on your navel so that you can go out here and and be half dressed, showing your flesh because you want to show off your little belly button with some jewels in it? Did you ask Jesus could you tattoo your whole body up? And I saw some people when I was coming back from California, young man, face all tattooed up, all whole face, arm, everything, you know, shoulder, everything. And then you have the audacity to put on these little, what they call them, uh, T-shirts, just to show all of this. I see women that they have tattoos all over their bodies and uh, uh, on their arms, on their legs. And, oh my God, did you ask Jesus, was this okay? Did you ask him, is it okay that you could take the temple of God and make it into a temple of a harlot? Did you ask Jesus, is it okay, Lord, that I keep going having sex and it's not my wife or it's not my husband? Adultery? Did you ask Jesus, is all these old things okay? See, this is why people of God, he said, neither, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him that labor working with his hands the things which is good that he may have to give to him that is in need. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Amen. Lord God Almighty. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. In Ephesians 5, we're getting to the point where the Apostle Paul also told him again, that those that will not inherit the kingdom of God, such things that they cannot do. But I like this particular scripture, uh, Ephesians 5 and 1. It says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, 
and some some of the translations say translations say be imitators of God and people of God this is what I can't understand if people will read the scripture if they will study the word of God we will not be ignorant of Satan's devices. And this is why so many people in the world are doing what they want to do, acting like they act and going about thinking that their salvation is sure because they are doing these things because they haven't read the word of God. They are not imitators of Christ. They're not looking to do what God has said do. And when he said grieve not the Holy Spirit, it means love what he loves and hate what he hates, you know. God hates immorality. God hates the people of God. God hates disobedience, people of God. God hates dishonesty. He hates lying. Amen. But ye therefore followers of God, be ye therefore followers of God, be imitators of God as dear children. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling Savior. Amen. But fornication and all uncleanliness and covetousness let it not be once named among you as becoming cometh saints. In other words, people of God, we that say that we're saints, God is letting us know. Don't have fornication and uncleanness and covetousness. It said, let it not once be named among you. In other words, we should not be doing it. It should not be among us as saints of God. Look. Five and four, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. And people of God, this is some, this is a scripture that I stand by. A lot of people say, you know, you're not a joster. I'm not. I don't joke about things of God. I don't play about things of God because People of God, it is here in the scripture, neither filthiness nor foolish talking. Foolish talking, talking about things that does not matter to the kingdom, things that are not uh, uh, right in God's eyes. You know, what are we, what, what, what is this coming out of our mouth? He said, let no corrupt communication come out of our mouth. So what are we doing when we are speaking things that does not edify God that does not edify the body, that does not edify holiness and righteousness. We shouldn't even allow those things to even come out of our mouth. It said, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know, here again, for this you know, that no whoremonger, no unclean person, no covetous man, which is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. How clear people of God is this word today. Let no man deceive you with vain words. Don't let nobody come to you with these empty words. Oh, you blessed. You blessed. 
and you a fornicator, you blessed and you adulterer, you're blessed and you are a liar. Satan is a liar and the blood of Jesus is against him. And anyone that tells you that it's okay to do these things and still simultaneously be a child of God and that you're headed for the kingdom of God. People of God, unless you repent and be converted so that God can blot out your sins, you will not enter into God's rest. You will not enter into the presence of God. Truly what the word of God says, it said, Oh, no man, but to love him. He said, because without holiness, no man is going to see God. How clear can it be? Hallelujah. He said, let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. My God. Poof. But she, be not ye therefore partakers with them. People get upset when you says, I'm not going to keep company with fornicators. God even says it in his word in the book of Corinthians. Do not be keep company with fornicators, especially them that say that they are saved. You have to give people that are not walking in in alignment with God's word. In other words, the lost sinner, you are to win their souls for Christ by being an example. But those that are fornicators that are in the church, God said, expel them out because a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Oh, it's in the scripture, but people get upset with you when you do what God's word says. I can tell you that. Amen. Is it be ye not therefore partakers with them? For you were sometimes darkness, but now you are the light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Amen. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Amen. And this is what this word is about, people of God. Reproving to the people or giving comfort and giving knowledge to you that these are the things that the Spirit of the Lord wants for us to know for those that are lost and for you that are Christians. This is knowledge to you that you have all these scriptures that you can go back and you can read them for yourselves and you can be a partaker of the gospel by going out and spreading truth. Amen. Not letting people think that they're okay living in sin, doing what they're doing and that they can still inherit the kingdom of God. Not so people of God. Hallelujah. It said, reprove them. It said, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Amen. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. Amen. For whosoever does make manifest is light. Amen. He said, wherefore, he said, awake thou that sleepeth. And arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you life. 
See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Do we not see that people of God? Hallelujah. He says, wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Amen. This is why we have got to expose the dark deeds of the kingdom of darkness. Amen. The Bible tells us that we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the world. And so therefore, people of God, we've got to cry out and we've got to cry out sincerely and sincerely against and expose the wickedness and the unrighteousness in all of its ways. Amen. We just can't just sugarcoat this word. The, the laws now in America, they are now protecting these people that are living lifestyles. That is an abomination to the Lord that you can't even speak to them or you can't call them gay. You can't call them this or you call them that. I will never, ever, ever shut up speaking the word of God in fear, in fear, people of God, of uh, of the law of the land. The Bible says, follow the law of the land as long as it does not contradict God's word. I will not, I will not, I will not shut up. I will not be quiet when people are dying, when this country is going to hell in by allowing these things to happen. Amen. Not everybody in our country, not everybody's going to hell. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if we continue to allow these things, which is an abomination and not open up our mouths and speak out against the abominations of God, then we're just as wrong as them that are doing it. So therefore we have got to expose all of the wickedness in all of its form, you know, no matter whether it's greed, whether it's oppression, whether it's lying, father, corruption, wherever it is, it's not just the immoral ways that is going to cause people to go to hell, but there are other things as well. And we're going to get to those things in this next scripture that God has given to me uh, to uh, to bring before you in Revelations 21. Thank you, Jesus. In Revelations 21, amen, uh, it talks about the things that uh, the Apostle John had seen. And it says in Revelation 21, starting at the first verse, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw, saw the holy city the new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband, Lord God Almighty. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall Wipe away all the tears from their eyes, and there shall no more be and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away, and he that sat upon the throne said, 
Behold, I will make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these things are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And I will give unto them that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. Amen. And he that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God and he shall be my sons. Amen. Listen to this, people of God. Very powerful scripture. But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers, Lord God Almighty, add those murderers in there, and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters, and look, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. People of God, we have got to hear what the word of God is saying. We've got to listen to what the spirit is saying to the church. Amen. God, when he mentioned all these several classes of people whose place will be in the lake of the fiery burning sulfur, they're going to be the fearful. Amen. Those that fear the disapproval and the threat of people more than they value the loyalty to Christ and the truth of his word, Lord Almighty. Mm. Their personal safety and their status on earth means more to them than being faithful to God. The fearful, they include, listen to this, the compromisers among God's people who give up the fight and do not conquer, amen, and go back into this world doing what the world would have them to do. Amen. The unbelieving, it includes former believers in Christ who, because of unbelief and disobedience, they were overcome by the sins that we have talked about in Corinthians, in Galatia, in Ephesians, and now here in Revelation. All of those sins that we have talked about, amen, hallelujah, that's going to keep you out of the kingdom of God. The unbelieving went back from, uh, from belief and went back into those sins because of their disobedience, amen. And they have been overcome by those sins. And these things will keep you out of heaven. To profess Christ, Christ and then practice such evil is an abomination to God, people of God. Lord have mighty. Churches today that proclaim that is that it is possible for a person to be simultaneously a true child of God and an immoral person, a liar, an adulterer, a homosexual, or a murderer, they truly and clearly contradict God's words here. Amen. And everywhere else in the scripture, it already has given it to us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 10. So people, you go write it down. Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Ephesians 5 and 5 through 7. Amen. Revelations 21 and 8. You have the scriptures. 
so that you can share with people. We have got to get God's word out. We've got to get the truth out to God's people. Amen. And I pray today that somebody that hears this broadcast, amen, hallelujah, will cry out and come back to God, that they will begin to seek God's face. And when God tell us to seek his face, we're going to say to him, Lord, your face I will seek, so that the currents of his love and his spirit will just flow through us. Amen. We need more of God. God's love and more of God's power working in us. We need clean hearts so that we can do what God would have us to do. We ask God today, search our hearts, God, know our hearts. Father God, if there be any wicked way, Father God, show us what we have to do so that we can repent and that we can turn from those things so that we can be converted and so that you can blot them out. Father, I thank you. And I praise you in this hour, Lord God, that more of your love and more of your power, your face is what we will seek, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, today that those that have heard this broadcast, that it has pricked the hearts of some people, Father God, those people, leaders, people in the congregation, that God, that they will tell people the truth, that they will begin to know the truth for themselves if they are found in any of these sins, Father God, or any of these things that they're doing, Father God, that will cause them not to inherit the kingdom. And Father God, when they're simultaneously living these lives, Father God, and standing and coming before you, Jeremiah told them to amend your ways and your doings. Don't come in God's house and make it a den of thieves to know that you come to stand in God's house and to worship him, knowing that you're going to go right back out and do those things. God, I pray today for the power of the Holy Ghost, for the power of your resurrected spirit in us that came through Jesus Christ, that we will rise up people of God, your people of God, and be the people of God that you've called us to be. I bind up everything in the name of Jesus that is not like you. I come against the powers and the principalities, the rulers of darkness, the spiritual wickedness that is in high places. And we wage war against Satan and the forces of darkness in the name of Jesus so that your light, your light will shine forth in your people. Father God, that the royal priest, the chosen generation, the peculiar ones will show forth the praises of you because you brought them out of darkness into your marvelous light. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for those that don't know you in the pardon of their sin, that this word is shared with, that they will come to you and say, Lord, what must I do to be saved? And that God, they will confess their sins. They will believe in their hearts today that you are Lord and that you will be their Lord and they can ask you to come into their hearts and be their Lord and Savior. I pray for the backslider today that God, they will come back, confess their faults and their sins and ask you back into their hearts so that you can restore their life again, their walk again with you. I pray today, God, in the name of Jesus, for the anointing to destroy the yokes and the impact of sin, sick souls, Father God, that they will be able, Father God, to cry out and say, Lord, I am yours. You are mine. And Father God, I just thank you in the name of Jesus. And we just give you all praise and all glory and all the honor in Jesus' name. God bless you all and thank you all for listening in today. Share the word with somebody today that they, Father God, in the name of Jesus, may not have known 
may not have understood that what they've been doing is wrong or or it would keep them out of heaven. Share the word so that they can get the truth of God's word and that they will stop sinning and stop being lost in this dark and dying world that is truly headed for destruction if there isn't a change. God bless you all. Love you. Have a great weekend. Amen. Be be blessed in everything that you do, giving God all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, God bless you. With all of my heart, I will worship you. With all of my mind, I will worship you. With all of my strength, for you are my Lord. Everybody say more, more love, more power, more you, somebody say more.